0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: study Bible study. CJ <laughs> and I welcome you. Why are you grinning like that, Zo? Good, man. I was just talking to my wife and I was saying something dirty. <laughs> yeah. It pleases the Lord when you are flirtatious yes. with your woman. That's right. <laughs> okay, y'all. We are here for part two. I was going to say we are, we're going to blast off in outer space, man, because you know them ho- them holy hookah engines, they's loaded. But we already in deep space because this is part two. Right. So we just we're going to pick up where we left off. Yes. And um, that being said, let us let's 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 wrap with the commander of the ship for a second. Right. Father in heaven, in Yeshua's name, we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to counsel our study. We hope that our study is a blessing to you, Lord. We want to report of you in a way that uh, that you find delightful. Right. De-groovy. Right? Delicious. You know, because he liked them burnt offers. and He liked that sweet smell and stuff like that. So may this word be a, a sweet smelling barbecue buffet for you. And that you be pleased, Lord, and that our fellowship, uh, that you bless us in uh, in this audience uh, with your strength, with your shalom, you know, that we can be effective, uh, salt and light for your glory, Lord. In Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's do this thing, Zopium Denizens, also known as sinners. (laughs) I ain't going to let you forget that you were a (laughs) sinner. All right, y'all. Let's take it from Leviticus 11. I think we're at 11.20. We left off on, uh, if my math is correct, we uh, left off on 19. Yeah. Yeah. So in this case, we're going to talk, we're going to get down to um, these insects as we continue on with these nasty animals. (laughs) <laughs> unclean animals And uh, you know interesting thing and i'm pretty sure it's implied you know why not um you know roach is nasty i'm oh. pretty sure roaches i don't think god wants you eating roaches don't eat roaches. i mean, wonder they see. they have those shows man fear factor or whatever yes. like people be eating roaches and stuff yeah. like that you yeah, don't do that that's nasty Ugh. all right so at any rate i'm pretty sure that you know That's not a recommended diet Yeah, nasty
0: is an understatement for roaches.
1: Let's see. Okay, let's take it from uh, 20. We're going to read 20 to 26. Uh, All flying insects that walk on all fours are detestable to you. Nasty. Yet you may eat from all winged creeping things that go on all fours, which have legs above them foots, uh, to hop on the earth, <laughs> right? Uh, you may eat any of this, any kind of locust, and any kind of katydid, any kind of cricket, and any kind of grasshopper, any kind of winged creeping things that have four feet are loathsome to you, nasty. Okay, let's uh, let's chop it up. All right. Uh, let's see. Now, because insects typically travel. In a horizontal position, um, we tend to call that walking on all fours. it's not that God didn't know you know that right. insects tend to have like six legs right He made them, but when we but as, as we know, if we're just getting down to the creeping things that can range from six legs to eight legs, you know yeah. whichever you know um so it's not like God like lapsed on this, all right? But we're talking about a creature that's crawling, you know, on a horizontal position, you know, we tend to call that uh, walking on all, all, all fours. So like also when performing things like um, certain tasks, uh, like grooming, you know, transferring pollen, uh, things like that, four legs, you know, you know, is what you need to do the walking, you know, yeah. for, for these for these creatures or stabilizing uh, while the other extreme, the other extremities uh, do the handiwork, okay. <laughs> if you will. Um, so he, he pretty much narrows this down to, uh, you know, insects, uh, uh, an insect diet to insect to locusts. Right. He narrows down this diet to like locusts being OK. So uh, you got critt- crickets and katydids and stuff. Uh, so let's look at those locusts, uh, locusts being. Uh, that word for locust is Arba, And it comes from the word rabah. Um, and it means to become many. All right. And just like with Yeshua, we will become many, like God said to Abraham. Yeah. Uh, the katydid, Did, also called the, the destroying locust. I mean huh. Katie Did seems like a pretty, you know, docile, you know, insect. You know, it's right. not known to like bite or anything like that. You know, it can, but it's not known to do that. Um, but, uh, also, you know, the word does break down to not just mean Katie did, but destroying locust, um, the word used here is, uh, solemn and, uh, it comes from the word Selah, which means to destroy or crush as in with a stone, right? Particularly a stone is going to use to crush something for its destruction. And Yeshua is the chief stone, right? Who will be returning again as the destroyer. And there will be many with him like locusts all right we we hope to be returning with them, you know to, yes. after, after we do our, our our uh our leave after the rapture and stuff like that and it's time to go to work you know hey you, you know what's up what okay not not that we're getting a kick out of like destroying anybody it's just that we to be getting a party with lord it's gonna be a war party right. you know but you know not that we're looking forward to like you know seeing these people destroyed we're sorry for that no, man it's like God. man we wish that you would have joined us yes. You know, sorry, anybody, you know, it's like wish, wish everybody could be in this where there wouldn't have to be anybody who's going to be judged. But, Amen. you know, those who decided that, hey, they're too good for Jesus and, um, you know, contributed, you know, to these problems. Man, you know, there's, there's going to be a reckoning for that. Yeah. You know, so it's just the way it is. Uh, let's see. We got the word cricket now. Cricket, which is going to be charcoal. Uh, and it means to quake. And uh, quakes are among the things that Yeshua spoke of, letting them know of things indicating the beginning of the end. So if we reflect on Matthew 24, 8, uh, uh, 7, let's say 7 through 8. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Uh, all of these things are the beginnings of birth pains. And on a side note, uh I, was, I had a buddy of mine, and uh, I'm I'm sorry I, I I can't remember which one it was, man, because I, I it's he made a great point. Um, you know I've I've got I've got a few friends, you know we I can I can wax biblical with, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't keep better track of who said it. Um, I'm just letting you know that I ain't gonna take the credit, cause I'd love to take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> but he says, hey man, you know you don't even have to be you don't even have to be in another nation or a kingdom for nation to rise against nation. Like if you got America, the United States, we got people representing all nations and kingdoms here. and We're rising up against each other.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You see yeah. what I'm saying? Just even here, you got nation and kingdom rising up against each other, yes. you know, so there's no excuse to not see it. Right. You know? So I thought that was uh, that was rather telling. And, um, you know, and the thing is, as we can see, we don't even need another nation from outside of our borders to rise up against us. This nation is being destroyed from within, Absolutely. from nations rising against nations. Yep. And if, if this place goes, then A, other nations are gonna become very unstable.
0: Yes.
1: You huh. know, and it's gonna, you know, it'll lead to that, you know, that one world government thing. You're gonna have yep. to have a you know. Um, so man, it, these are things that folks, you know, hey, it's it's a I think it's a sound theory. You know, oh, so, a sound too. observation. Yeah. Right? That's
0: a great observation. Yeah.
1: So uh, you know, that's one that's one to uh chew on as these uh, as we're talking about <laughs> these insects and chewing and chewing cud. That's what we're talking talking about the last one. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's see. Um grasshoppers, right? That makes me think of kung fu, man. <laughs> kung Fu. Yeah, grasshopper. Can you snatch the pebble from my hand?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Look, master, huh? Give me that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, um, just affirming uh, that such creatures are okay—the uh, grasshoppers. Uh, so now that you've got you've got it narrowed down, uh, it should be really easy because we're talking about these grasshoppers, or we're talking about locusts. All right. These. This is this is a very. Limited menu yes. <laughs> of, of insects, creeping things that you should be able to eat. And we're just narrowing it down basically to the katydid, the cricket and the grasshopper. Right. Yeah. Very easy. Right. All that to be said, it should be easy to spot Yeshua when he shows up because you're going to have that dude, John the Baptist, who's got this weird diet yes. of grasshoppers or locusts <laughs> and wild honey. Right. Yeah. This is what that's pointing to. Easy to spot. Is that like, what you like to eat, man? I like to eat locusts and honey. <laughs> Why does that sound familiar? Oh, these are among the things that you're allowed to eat. Okay. So we, sh- we should be seeing things like that. Not only that, y'all, uh, John the Baptist, who eats the locust and honey, announces Yeshua, he's the Lamb of God, takes away the sins of the world, right? And God the Father shows up and the Holy Spirit to testify of who Yeshua is with the Pharisees, watching yeah all right you know it's like, come on man all right so now let's take a look at uh leviticus 11:27 through 32 let's see where you at uh where you at 27 let's see Mm-mm-mm-mm. man i need a what did i read i read um did i even read 20 yeah i did okay man i got a it's like locusts coming in and nibbling on my noodle, man. Okay, moreover, uh, by these also you will become unclean whoever touches their carcasses. Let's take it, yeah, we're going to take it from 24. Uh, 24, moreover, by by these also you shall become unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses shall be unclean until the evening. Whoever carries any part of their carcass is to wash his clothes and will become unclean until evening. Every animal With a separating hoof, but no split or does not chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them will become unclean. So whatever moves on its paws among all the animals that go on all fours is unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until the evening. Whoever carries their carcasses is to wash his clothes and will be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. All right. Let's see. Let's read a little bit. Just a little bit more. Among the things... That creep on the earth, the following are unclean to you. The weasel, the rat, and any kind of lizard, great lizard, the gecko, the monitor lizard, uh, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. <laughs> skink, that's a funny word. Yes. All right. Among all of, of that creep, these are the ones that are unclean to you. Whoever touches them they, uh, when they are dead will be unclean until the evening. Whatever falls on them... When they are dead, will become unclean, whether it is in a vessel of wood or clothing or skin or sackcloth, whatever vessel it is with which any work is done, it must be put into water and it will be unclean until the evening. Then it will be clean. All right, let's check it out, y'all. So basically, God is talking about these animals with paws. Uh, I reckon that would mean uh, cats and dogs are not food, period. (laughs) All right doesn't really need to go much more than that right, all right. You ain't gonna, you know don't eat cats and dogs <laughs> okay, uh unclean until evening, what's up with that? um let's see when jesus when Jesus died, y'all, uh, the whole world had a hand in it, hmm. right yeah as as he says, the world hates me, you know they they hate you, they hated me first, you know, so we all had a hand. Um, in his death. Uh, just like everybody's got to pay for what Adam did, right? we all got to pay. You know, so people be like, you know, how come we got to pay for what Adam did? It's like, you know, Adam, uh, really Adam made a mistake that anybody could have made. Right? Adam and Eve, they both did that. And and God did let them know. It's like, look, man, you know, you'll die if you do this. And, and God didn't lecture them more than that because he shouldn't have had to. He's like, hey, man, by the way, you know, consider that if you die, all your descendants... You know, they go inherit mm-hmm. that, that, um, uh, that ability to die, you know, like you did, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, uh, I'm going to have to come and die too. So if you eat from that tree, it's really going to take me off. <laughs> All right. Don't do it. All right. So anyway, um, so not only, uh, that everybody's got to pay, uh, for, for what Adam did, everybody's got to pay for what happened to Jesus. Mm. All right. We have blood on our hands from that wow. dead body. Yeah. All right, so when God's like talking about don't be touching carcasses, this is what that's pointing to, all right? So, but if you accept what Jesus did and who He is, then He frees you from the curse of Adam and the judgment of what happened to Jesus, right? If you don't buy what happened to Jesus, uh, then that's the same as being there to demand His execution, right? You 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 just you save as them. Uh, we basically we were all there, right? We were all yes. there. But if you repent and accept him as Lord, he doesn't hold this against you, right? Very gracious. And uh, so what this represents is that Yeshua represents that carcass. They have blood on their hands, and they were definitely unclean that day, right? The word for um, evening, y'all, is, is Arab, and it comes from the word Arab, And it means to become dark or gloomy. Hmm. So y'all, before Yeshua died on the cross, it was still mid-afternoon before it started to grow dark. And uh, assuredly, it was a gloom Hmm. of darkness as it was as early as noon. When he died, it was earlier than evening, but evening darkness came anyway and that evening the unclean became clean hmm. All right yeah. as jesus washed our garments himself <laughs> with the death of his body All right as the ordinance says in leviticus 11:25 which tells us to wash our clothes for being in contact with a dead body or animal because we are to be robed in righteousness jesus is kind enough to handle that dirty laundry for us. Yes. All right. So now let's, a, let's talk a little bit about uh, them rodents and lizards and stuff like that. Uh, we got the weasel and the word for that is khaled, And it implies, Kaled applies to, uh, implies, sorry, uh, a short time, right? A little while in this world is what it's talking about. And Jesus did have a relatively short time here, all right? Which is strange because he could have been here longer if he wanted. Man. Um, John seven thirty two thirty three. Don't I mean. Don't get me wrong. It's like he had a mission. It was something that he wanted to accomplish. He he didn't exactly want to go to that cross, y'all. You you understand that? It's yeah. like, look, man. If we can avoid this, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. You know. But and, and it's like in, in terms of like saving himself, he totally could have. Oh yeah. Now, he he, <laughs> he could have totally. But that would have left him, and and because he's got so much love for us, he's like, man, I I can't I can't bail on you guys like that. And I know that you guys a lot of y'all are gonna curse me and stuff like that. I, I get it, man. But I know some of y'all. I know some of y'all are down, yeah. so I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this, kind of love. right? I'm telling you, man, right? You know, so, but anyway, but t- speaking of that short time or a little while longer in this world is what the word for weasel Khaled, is, uh, is boiling down to, I mean, even it's like, it's not like the Lord doesn't know. That people associate weasels with lies and stuff like
0: that. <laughs>
1: you know, it's like the Lord, not like the Lord doesn't know that. It's like, well, yeah, that, that's what all this Christianity stuff is. You know, it's a bunch of weasels. You know, what I'm it's not like God doesn't know that. It's one of the reasons why he went with it. It's like, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all gonna remember that. Wow. You should, anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, you should totally remember this. So I'm gonna associate uh, this short time with the weasel. All right? Yeah. So see him in it. Okay? It's, it's part of that, that mnemonic stuff that he does. There's no excuse to not remember this stuff, yeah. okay? Uh, and that's that's what the charge of these priests, that's what they were supposed to be doing, guarding the testimony, making sure that people understood what these words broke down to mean. Amen. When the Redeemer shows up, they Amen. recognize Him, Yeah. right? Okay, so... John 7, 32 through 33, uh, Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time. And then I am going to the one who sent me. John 12, 35, Jesus replied to the crowd. The light is among you for only a short time. Walk while you still have the light so that the darkness does not overtake you. The person who walks in the darkness is in the darkness and does not know where he is going. John 13, 33, little children, I am only with you a little while longer. You will look for me. And as I have said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I'm going, you can't come. John fourteen, nineteen, in a little while the world will see me no more, but you will see me, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. Right. John sixteen, sixteen, in a little while you will see me no more. And then after a little while you will see me. Right? Wow. He's coming back, man. I'm coming, I'm coming back. All right, so let's talk about the rat or mouse. <laughs> Akbar. Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this isn't the same as as, uh, speaking um, Farsi uh, when we say Akbar. Yeah. Uh, This is, uh, you know, we're speaking Hebrew here, so I reckon they they don't have the same, you know, meaning, so we don't want it to sound like, you know, we're saying, you know, Allah u Akbar as in, uh, you know, Allah the rat. uh, Two different languages here and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, uh, needless to say. But. <clears throat> uh at this point I'm thinking of all the de- <laughs> at this point I'm thinking of all the uh of all the detestable creatures. Uh one would think of to eat. God surely would have listed spiders by now. Right? <sighs> Eating spiders is nasty. But y'all it just so happens that Akbar <laughs> comes from the word akabish which means spider, uh. all right? And spider is called akabish, right? So remember, y'all, these words, they're, they're, they're mingled together, woven together, yeah. right? They create a tapestry of who Yeshua is. Um, so when we talk about uh, akbar, associated with the word akabish, or comes from the word akabish, meaning spider, the spider is called akabish, y'all, because akabish refers to weaving together, huh. right? To plait, twist, or braid. Examine Mark fifteen seventeen, and they dressed him up in a pur- in purple. And after weaving oh. a crown of thorns, they put it on him. The word for weaving in Greek is pleco, meaning I weave together, plait, twist, or braid. Right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, coincidence? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lizard. The word for that is going to be tsab, uh, and it means uh, covered. When we talk about this liver, the the, the liver, this lizard. The word gonna be for this lizard, uh, tsav, is it means like covered, uh, a litter or a uh, and it which, uh, which would implicate that this lizard that's being spoken of is, uh, is like a turtle, right? This, uh, mm. this reptile, right? Mm, this reptile, yeah, it's gonna be like a turtle. Reptiles tend to eat what is already deemed unclean for us, so that would mean that eating this reptile would be eating something doubly unclean, oh, right? Wow. Uh, we got the gecko, and uh, for the word for gecko is gonna be anka. Uh, and it means wailing uh, or groaning. And it turns out that a gecko is a reptile that cries out or wails, right? A- and sells insurance.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> And Jesus is indeed the best insurance, ain't he? Right? Amen. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of these, you know, animals, you know, that seem like they don't. Well, uh, like uh what are them, frogs. Frogs be like screaming and stuff. Oh yeah. Frogs be like, wow! And it's like, dude, did we need to call the police does that? sound it. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, like a woman screaming. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I guess these lizards, like geckos, they 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 scream or they oh, wail or stuff like that. Yeah. And, and uh, a, part, a parts of these uh, things, we're gonna talk about that wood. You gotta set the wood. And remember, y'all, the word for wood is ets, and included in its meaning is carpenter and gallows right what's up with that just just tell me about the wood it's like wood that's all it is just wood right they're going to go deeper than that they tell you what the wood is going to be for right and yeshua was indeed a carpenter that was hung Right. Uh, we're gonna talk about that clothing, that clothing that needs to be washed. Once again, it's gonna use the word beged and it's, uh, the word for beged is treachery. And the priest, we know that, that when it talks about their you know, general garments, uh, their, their clothing, all these people who are receiving this instruction who have to live by this, yeah, they're clothed in treachery y'all. <laughs> because when Yeshua did come, the Jews were treacherous to him, weren't they? Absolutely. They were clothed in it, right? God was even prophesying to them about their even through their clothing, y'all.
0: Telling <laughs> yeah. them what was
1: going to go down, right? Uh skin. Uh the word is going to be or uh from the word uh or, and that's like w u uh, u w r. Uh and it means uh to become bare or exposed or even uh milch, you know, as in a um, you know, from from a cow, you know, cow milk for uh for them younglings, right? Mm. So it means that. Um, and we know that Jesus was, you know, made to become bear, you know, and, um, you know, take the blicks for us, right? Oh. Um, we got the word sack and it's from the word, it, it means, uh, the word for sack is actually going to be sack, but it's kind of like spelled S-A-Q and it refers, uh, to sackcloth, uh, or a breathable bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, now okay. when a, when a carcass of, of any of these animals that we just talked about comes into contact with these things that, you know, we're just, or the clothing, the, the, the sack or anything like that, comes into contact with these things. They are to be washed. And this is a picture of influences mm. that we come into contact with that are detestable and assuredly are given over to sin, which of course the wage is death. And we talked about how reason why God feels about death the way he does. Death is highly offensive to God for a number of of, of reasons. Not just, you know, uh, you know, death sucks. It really does suck, but there's there's some other implications in there that we have talked about. Uh, And more and more we can see that, you know, people who refuse, they they refuse to see why, right? They refuse to see why these things are detestable. And more and, and the more rebellious these people are with their perversions that they justify as pleasurable, we can see clearly the caustic uh, and decaying effects that that it's having, right? Uh God says, when these things come into contact with you, which is pretty much daily, (laughs) right? (laughs) Keep yourself washed with the word of God, right? Uh We gotta renew our mind in it every day. Definitely. You know, because we're made clean every day. That's that's just how we, that's just what we are, right? That's why we need Yeshua for that. Uh, The Lord is gracious enough to handle our laundry, our dirty laundry every evening, right? Uh, If he's gracious enough, you would think, you know, yeah, anyway. (laughs) If if he's gracious enough to wash his disciples' feet, y'all, he's gracious enough to wash our dirty laundry. And, uh, And we do have dirty laundry, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. And the Lord hits it. He hits it with that blood (laughs) bleach, that blood bleach. Try to say that five times. Blood bleach, blood bleach. (laughs) Hits it with that blood bleach. Right? Uh, And it's eternally available to us, y'all. But if we decide that we want to keep getting stained by sin and being a slave to it, thinking that Jesus will just bleach it away, right? Then then you're going about it wrong. Right? Uh, We're already sinners, y'all. And uh, Jesus hits that dirty laundry with that blood bleach for the fact that we can't help it, that we're born sinners. All right. We're born that way. But if you live, if you, but you don't have to live for your sin, though, right. that's the thing about it. Yeah. Born sinners, we can't help that. Right? But we do have a choice on whether we're going to live for it or not. Amen. Right? So it's, it's like a person, y'all, who who uh, who can't help being born poor. Right, That person doesn't have to live for being born poor. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, So now people will say, like, you know, what about people who are who are born a certain gender right? and can't stop being that and want to become something else? Right. And you, you can't help you help, help how, you're, how you're born, but you want to become something else. And it's like, no, 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 because that would be living for your sin. Yeah. Right. If you decide that you can't help being born this but you—it's like that's a weird thing about LGBT. We talked about this before. It's like you know, have the in the LGBT, you have the homosexual that says they can't help how they were born, but then you got the transgender person who insists that they can change what they were born as. That's true. Right. It's like that it totally contradicts themselves.
0: Interesting.
1: Them- <laughs> I never thought about that. Right. Totally contradicting themselves. Wow. So, but at any rate, y'all. <laughs> You know, in this, you know, we can't help being the fact that we're born sinners, uh, but you can change. You can you can change that. You can call on Yeshua to help you fix that. So in this, you know, when a person talks about, you know, um, you know, being a, born a certain gender, you know, and they can't help what it what, you know, them wanting to become something else. It's like, ah, no, that's not true. And that would not be contradicting this because we're talking about you living for your sin. If you assume yeah. that you can become another gender uh, despite, you know, what you were born as. If you go down that road, you are living for your sin. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's see. Uh, and, and by the way, y'all, yeah, gender is, is a real thing. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I get, I get, I hear conservatives. I hear conservatives saying that there's no such thing as um, gender. Right. That gender is a made up word. Not, not, not the construct, not sexes. We're not talking about that. Okay. They're talking about the word gender. Right, they're talking about the word gender. That there's no such this. This word gender is like made up, right? Not the biology. Let me get, just make that clear, okay. right? But the word, and um, but, and and they insist that the word that's supposed to be used is um, uh, sex, right? That's the word that we're supposed to use, um, and and like I said, they 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 claim that that the LGBT like like made up this word, and no, that's that's huh. not that's not true, right? Um. The thing is, and, and when they go down the road, this road, y'all, it makes, it makes conservatives sound like liberals, right? Yeah. Because yeah. both are saying that this gender thing is made up, right? Gender in terms of biology is made up. And then you got conservatives in terms of language, it's, it's made up. Both are wrong, right? And it's yes. causing problems. Yes. All right. Liberals depend on the word gender uh, so as to be able to suppose, to have the supposed power to manipulate what God has ordained. Mm. All right, so yeah. that's, that's the problem, that's a big problem right there. Um, and, and the weird, weird thing is, while not believing in gender, they wanna use the word gender, but they don't believe in gender, right. while not also believing, not uh, believing in God. Uh, the yes. other problem, right, is that the word gender, like I said, is not made up by liberals and the LGBT. The word gender comes from the word genes. Oh. Right, as in genetics. Right. And all of those words come out of the word Genesis. Oh, wow. Yes. Which is the account of the human creation. Indeed. And where God creates and declares the distinction of man and woman. So gender is indeed uh, the appropriate word concerning males and females. That but a word, word, that's how God gives it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> but y'all sadly, as usual, and I, I mean, I'm telling you, like beating my head against brick wall I mean, yeah. you, man, yeah, but trying, trying to tell, try to tell them, you know, conservatives hand the power of language over the liberals yes. and the godless at every turn, yes. right? Every turn conservatives give liberals everything that they need. To destroy this republic. All right. Yep. All that said, who you are, what you do, and how you're gonna wear it is gonna come into contact with sinful influence. Keep yourself and what you use clean. All right. Don't let sin from outside or from within make you put your resources towards evil. Mm, right. Right. And so conservatives, remember the word says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. You gotta have the language straight, man. Don't always give always and, and they wonder why liberals control the language <laughs> yeah. conservatives just be supplying them with it yep. here you go here's some, here's more stuff for us to give you so we can complain about how you guys are screwing things up for us that's <laughs> that's conservatives too many too many yeah. not all right not like my peeps up in here in the opium <laughs> den right too many out there man you know messing things up serious oh, yeah. um okay let's see let's uh falls into let's read uh I think we we did read a 34. I think yeah 30. We read up to 34. I'm uh, pretty
0: sure. we left off. Yeah, we were to start reading 33.
1: Ah, very good tracking. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Reward you. Thank you, teacher. <laughs> Classmate. Okay, that's my study buddy. She my study buddy.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, let's. Okay, we'll do pro uh, 33 for 34. Uh, now if any of them falls into a clay pot, everything that is in it will become nasty, and you are to break it, bust that thing, and any food that may be eaten, uh, any food that may be eaten but has water on it from such a pot will become unclean. Also, any drink that may be drunk in any such pot will become nasty. All right,
0: Mm.
1: let's break it down.
0: So if a cockroach crawls in a glass, where to break
1: it? I, I reckon you can, you can. If it's something that you drink out of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you drink out of, it, it's like, yeah, you might want to get rid of that. Uh, but we, we got. Um, remember, y'all. Th- th- nowadays, well, we got bleach, we got dishwashers and stuff like that. You know that that's not an issue. And now, because and this is where we have to be careful. Y'all. That's what I keep talking about. And you raise a very good point. That's why you have to be careful about the religious and legalistic aspects of this, because this is where people, this invites people to see the Bible as like some superstitious oh, nonsense, yeah, yeah. right? Of course, you're not going to go breaking your dishes or throwing them away just because, you know, some insect crawled in, it. we know that we could bleach that stuff. So obviously these ordinances, they can't really stand. They wouldn't be practical, right? right. That's because that's not what they were for. That's not what it's about. It wasn't supposed to, now don't get me wrong, though, because there had to be strict adherences to this. There had to be, yes. because the lesson is to tell you who you're supposed to recognize the Redeemer. Yes. That's what all this stuff is pointing to, right? Not about establishing a religion, Right. not Very about, it's, yes, that's not what it was for. This was given to a particular nation, yeah. right? The Jews were chosen, Specially chosen to guard this information, yeah. to keep it through the generations for when the Redeemer showed up, you'd recognize them. The world should recognize him. Yes. This was a special assignment given to the Jews, yeah. right? To keep this strictly, not, it, it, was, it ultimately wasn't for religious purposes. It's not what it was for. Nobody could live this down. Right. Right. <laughs> And, and the, 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 the proof of it is, is that Yeshua had to come to take the lick for us because none of us could live it down. Yes. And this is what the whole thing was telling. It's like, look, I am coming to meet you. I am coming to atone for you. You are going, why? Because you guys aren't going to do what I'm going to tell you to do. But at the same time, you are going to do exactly what I said that you would do. <laughs> yes. Right. Well said. And you're going to kill me. Yeah. It, but and I don't like it, but it's got to be done. It's the only way, you know, I can, I can, I can save y'all f- from yourselves,
0: yes.
1: right? As well as from my judgment because of what you guys do to yourselves, right? right, <laughs> And what you guys do to each other. So this is how it's going to have to go down. Um, all that being said, y'all, it's just like we, we said earlier uh, in a earlier episode, that's why this stuff has to go down and, and, and it's not supposed to be viewed in such legalism. Because now that Jesus has come and has taken care of this, these things do not stand anymore. The the, the lesson is over. The Redeemer has shown up. That's right. That's right. He didn't came and went and he'll be back. Just like it says, he's going to come up, come back. But that's why these ordinances don't have to be followed anymore. It's not just because there's no temple anymore because God hasn't um, told them. This is where uh, this is where uh, it's time for you to build a temple. Build it right here. Right. It's not just that. It's because the temple, the real temple, Yeshua himself was killed. The temple that he says, I will raise again in three days. Right. The lesson is over. These sacrifices have already served their purpose. They pointed to Yeshua.
0: Mm.
1: Right. That's why we don't have to do these things. Okay. But in terms of um, the moral aspect of it. Yeah, we do have to keep those. You know, mm-hmm. recognizing what's detestable behavior. Right. You know, uh, you still got to stick to that.
0: Yes.
1: Right. But in terms of making sacrifices to atone for that. No, the, the the ultimate sacrifice has already been made. That's why we don't have to do these sacrifices and stuff like that anymore, you know, and, and break our dishes because right. uh, <laughs> a rat touched it or anything like that. All right? Uh. right. OK, so let's see. We were talking about um, let's get to that. And, and thank you for for, you know, kind of you know, sparking that, you know, to, you know, us for, to share that because folks, you know, really need to understand, uh, that because it it invites people to make a, um, I mean, religion itself is, you know, is, I don't want to see, you know, meant to make a mockery of, I don't, I don't mean to say that, but it's, you know, religion is not the thing. Yeshua is the thing. Yeshua says, I am the way to truth. I didn't say religion is the way. I said, I am the way,
0: you know, that's what we're
1: (laughs) supposed to be looking towards. So it's important for folks to understand that. Um, So let's take a look at uh, the the vessel. When we talk about these vessels, the word for vessel is going to be Kelly. Uh, We talked about this before. Uh, A lot of stuff is going to be repetitive. That's how things are taught, repetition, Uh, meaning utensils. And and, uh, particularly when we talk about these utensils, y'all, we're talking about it in a military fashion, right? So we're including uh, armory, uh, uh, weapons, right, Uh, as well as jewels, Right? Huh. these utensils are also going to be uh, implicated as uh, jewels of course um, something to carry with you know we're thinking about s- uh, some sort of bag or a uh, carrying case or whichever you know all these things are going to be utens uh, uh, implied in this in these utensils coming forward to Kelly uh, and Kelly comes from the word kala uh, and remember what that means y'all means it is finished mm. yeah right accomplishment achieved completed. Uh, then let's move on to those earthenware pots, y'all. And the word for that is going to be keris, And it comes from the word, uh, or carish, uh, meaning a piece of pottery, uh, or a, a, a pot shard, right? Uh, this thing, uh, or some kind of stone or s- stoneware, right? Uh, and carrick, so we break this word like in, into a couple of components here and carrick is going to mean, um, itch. It means itching. Uh, and, and the sun, I don't, maybe it's, you know, we're talking about, you know, you get, you know, a little, little bit too sunburned, you know, it can make your skin itch or something like that. Uh, but that's what the, the two words that are implicated in the meaning of karek. It means particularly to itch, and it also means the sun. Uh, and cherish or carish, uh from the word karish. Uh, and it means to devise in secret. All right. So if we look at this, y'all, we're talking about the itch. When we talk about earth and we apart, we break the word into, into these components, we get caric and carish, the itch, and to devise in secret, right? And th- when we talk about this itch, y'all, this itch in this context, and when you break the word down, it's not just talking about an itch as in a skin irritation, it refers to an urge that has to be satisfied, right? So we use that word even today, you know, we talk about, you know, we got an itching to do something, yeah. we're talking about an urge that needs to be satisfied, right? Uh, now, for a time will come when they will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers, to say what their itching ears wanna hear. Second Timothy four, three, right? So and we have this uh, sub, uh, substantiating verse telling us that just itching is, isn't just about, you know, your skin that you need to scratch, it's an urge, right? Yeah. Uh, even if it's an urge to be lied to. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately there are, you know, those who are looking to do ha- go ahead and do the scratching for them for that, all right? Yeah. Okay, so it's, now if we understand that about the itch, then there's Matthew 26, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him, right? So we talk about that itching and we talk about the secret. They were itching to kill Jesus, weren't they? Oh, yes. And the Pharisees did convene in secret to devise a way to either assassinate or have Yeshua publicly executed, all right? So um, you can see how those things, I mean, just, is, is it coincidence? As I say, he's either the king of coincidence or, or just king of kings, man. I, I'm going with king of kings. Yep, right. So now, y'all, if that carcass falls into this jar and if a person eats or drinks from it, this represents not just coming into contact with simple influence, but being well aware of it and partaking of it. Yeah. The, the Lord, he wants you to shatter that vessel, y'all. Before you give in to consuming or indulging in sinful behavior and be as unclean as the influence mm. All right. so let's take a look at uh, Leviticus 11, 35 through forty uh, everything everything on which part of their carcass falls on will become nasty <laughs> an oven or stove for pots will be unclean for you nevertheless. A spring or cistern for collecting water will be, un, will, be, will, be, will be clean. Sorry about that. Will be clean, though anyone who touches their carcass will become unclean. I guess just to clarify, quick, I reckon you find something dead in the cistern, oh, okay. right? You okay. pull that out, right? Um, let's see. Uh, will be clean, though anyone who touches their carcass will become unclean. If part of the carcass falls on any seed for sowing that has yet to be sown, It is clean, but if water is put on the seed and part of a carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. If any animal that you may eat, any animal, clean animal, right? Any animal that you may eat dies, the one who touches its carcass will become unclean until the evening. He who eats its carcass is to wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Also, the one who carries its carcass is to wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Let's break it down. Okay. Uh, When we talk about that oven, y'all, the the word for oven is going to be tenur, and it comes from the word tenuk. Uh, And that's going to, it's referring to the tip or lobe of the ear. Well, huh. What's up with that? It's the oven. So it was a dinner bell. I don't know. What does that have to do my ear? Right? All right but anyway, you know, but the, the, the bottom line is, y'all, is don't let the influence or simple behavior fall on your ear mm. and start baking in your brain. Right. All right. Yeah. Interesting that, you know, and we talked about this before. We we, we broke uh, we you know we went in depth on this uh, in an earlier study. We talk about the oven and what it has to do with the ear. Um, but this is just a, a, another uh, uh, moral lesson,
0: you know, it's moral
1: spiritual lesson to the, to the, uh, to the oven. Uh, let's see. Uh, and the carcass that you don't want falling into your ear, right, and start baking in your brain, right? This, this detestable word that you hear that falls on your ear, start baking in your brain, is that Jesus isn't who he says he is. All right? And we got plenty of that going around that, that, that death, yeah. y'all, that's dead language, yeah, indeed. right? It's the language of death. You really <laughs> want to speak the language of death, right? Something that you don't want falling on your ear and baking in your brain <laughs> is that Jesus isn't who he said he is. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I'm telling you, like a lot of these rock stars that, 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 uh, um, that conservatives like, you know, uh, we see him out there. They don't believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Right. Uh-huh. Who call themselves Christians. Yes. Right. Now, don't get me wrong, because, you know, we, we have conserv- conservatives out there, you know, who don't particularly believe in Jesus. And, and I and, you know, that is sad, you know, yeah. but at least as not being Christians, it's like, OK, well, at least you're not a full on hypocrite. Right? right. It's like that. I can understand you. Sh- and you may struggle with it. I, I get that. I, I, I'm not I'm not a judge. You know, I'm not judging. I was there myself. That's right. Yeah. You know, I didn't believe in the divinity of Christ. But to call yourself a Christian. A lot of conservatives, they love these people, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 can't do no wrong. That just goes to show that they're they idolize politics and they idolize the country over the Lord who blessed us with it. Amen. Yeah. And they, and they and they are down with these people and defend them. And it's like don't call them out for it. They don't see the importance right. of it. That these people will get out there and call themselves reverends and call themselves Christians, but don't even believe that Jesus is God. Yeah. It's that's that's disturbing. It is right? disturbing, to, to say the Very. least. Right? So, y'all don't want that baking in your brain, all right? Uh let's take a look at the, the cistern. If a if a carcass is found in, in the cistern, y'all, the water and cistern will still be clean unlike the pot, right? Unlike the pot where that will become unclean is uh um, you know, if if something falls in it. The the person who removes the carcass in any case will become unclean. All right? Uh, and, we, and, we, and we've gone over over why. Um, obviously, the size of the body of water has an effect on why it's still clean. Right. Rather than the, the, the water in a jar where a carcass like, you know, that of a reptile or a rodent has come into contact, you know, sort of water, this, the size difference is going to have an effect on that. Uh, plus that the uh, the cistern is, is, is a water source. Uh, a jar of water is easier for them to monitor personally. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, you know, d- go ahead and do it the way with the pot, you know, with the cistern. That's, that's, a, different, that's a different story. Uh, but <clears throat> even these things, th- this is not really the issue, y'all. Us thinking that we could scour ourselves and make ourselves clean vessels, that's not going to cut it. We are already a simple vessel that becomes a carcass. <laughs> right, Let alone a carcass touching it. We become a carcass. We're a sinful vessel vessel. And when other sinful influences come into contact with us, that's taking in the influence and indulging in sinful behavior. Yeshua represents the cistern, right? Or the cistern represents Yeshua, right? The source and carcasses come into contact with the cistern, just like Yeshua came into contact with sinners, all right? But the sinner doesn't influence Yeshua. When the sinner comes to Yeshua's table, Yeshua influences them.
0: That's
1: right. All right. Okay, let's look at the uh, seed for planting. Uh, seed, the word for the, there is gonna be uh, zira, uh referring to seed for vegetation, uh, not, not just referring to seed for vegetation, but for human offspring, all right? Huh. And also influence as in seeds of influence, right? These, these wow. things are implicated in, this, in its meaning. Uh, it means that, so we're, we're not just talking, uh, you know, in, in, we're, I mean, we were just talking about influence. You know, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we were. And uh, now we're all born sinners. We weren't created to be sinners, but now we're just born that way. Yeah. All right? God understands that children, the kid in the womb, toddlers, and, and pre kids Aren't really savvy about what sin is. But like when the water hits the seed and it starts to mature, you know, changes and matures, that kid is changing and maturing. Mm-hmm. If that seed is being watered with a carcass on it, then that's his diet, right? Might work out great for the plant, but not so good for us. Yeah. Right? You don't want to be growing up drinking what's filtered through what's unclean yes. right? plus you don't want dead animals in your crops anyway uh, that can spread disease <laughs> but okay now eating animals uh, let's move on to eating animals that are allowed to be eaten but are already dead um technically when you, when you eat an animal isn't it in effect dead <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how do you how do you get around that? It's like okay, anyway, right? And, and you and you're not supposed to eat an animal while it's alive, right? Right? I mean, it's gonna die. I guess while you are eating it, but you can't. You you know what I'm saying? Right? It's yeah. <laughs> something season be where you can't win in this in this scenario. That's when the vegans probably. That's why you're not supposed to be eating. <laughs> hey, yeah. quiet, right? Aren't you an herbivore? You better be quiet. We'll eat you. No, it's, <laughs>
0: that
1: would be cannibalism. Don't worry, we're not. Don't worry about us eating you, right? Um, uh, let's see. So anyway. The animal, y'all, the bottom line is, is, the animal can't just die, all right? It, it has to be slaughtered, right? It has to be bled out. And An animal that's already dead wasn't slaughtered, uh, which it, in a manner that it, it had to be uh, bled out, y'all. Uh, so, but this is saying that if an animal that is kosher, right, the animals that you may eat, the animals that are, are fit or suitable, uh, is found dead. It can still be eaten, but they, they got to wash their clothes and they'll just be unclean until evening. Um, and and, and why? why, why is that, why, why, is, why this exception? Because it may be, uh, it might've been that person's only sheep, you know, they might be just really poor uh, and they really needed the food and, and, they, and they needed some money. So they sold some of it, all right? Um, that doesn't seem to be fit though. I mean, I, I know it doesn't seem to square up being told to not eat a, de- uh, a dead animal that wasn't kosher killed. But these are like part of those exceptions, pointing out the, the mercy you know, uh, and grace of God. Uh, and once again, y'all, that's why one has to be careful to not be legalistic about this because this is pointing to Yeshua, the mercy of Yeshua, the grace of Yeshua and what he does. This is pointing to that stuff, okay? Now let's take a look at uh, Deuteronomy uh, 14, 21. Do not eat anything you find already dead. See what I'm saying? How this doesn't seem to square up, you know, but if you're looking at it legalistically, rather than looking at who's, who's pointing to the redeemer, that's what we're doing it wrong. Right. And it causes people to be able to point out contradictions. Right. And say inconsistencies and stuff like that. And the word of God does not contradict itself at all. Not even close. All right. Now you may, it'll say that you may give it uh, to the foreigner residing in any of your towns and they may eat it or you may sell it. To any other foreigner, but you are people holy to the Lord your God. Do not cook a a, a young goat uh, in its mother's milk. By the way, it just it throws that in there. All right? And one of the reasons why that is y'all that's witchcraft. All right? uh, when you when you cook a, as well as it being inhumane, yes, but that was like in uh, in a, in a they, they were remember y'all they were steeped in Egyptian culture. And that was part of a. Um, they they did. It was like a fertility. They 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 took it as fertilizer, but it was a ritual. You know, was, um, it, as as best as as I can tell, what history records about it, uh, you know, they would do this, and you know, they put it on their crops and stuff like that. But it was it was a form of uh, witchcraft. Um, wow. Let's see, a um, let's see, a dog. We talking about the, when we were talking about these animals on paws and stuff like that. Uh, when we talk about a a dog, we, it, it's a term that's used to describe the godless, right? So we, remember how we just read about uh, you can sell it to the foreigner and stuff like that? The foreigner, y'all, these are people who, who um, y- you're pagans, you know, stuff like that. So the foreigner that they're talking about that you may sell it to or you may give it to and stuff like that, uh, these are what, these, these people, these godless people, these heathens, pagans, these will be considered you know, in this culture, dogs,
0: mm.
1: right? Uh, Exodus twenty-two thirty-one: you are to be a holy people. Do not eat the meat of an animal torn by wild beasts. Throw it to the dogs. Um, Matthew, so it does literally mean dogs, right? Mm. You could throw it to the dogs. However, also implicated in that is when we're talking about people who are godless, yeah. right? You know, um, referred to as dogs. Matthew 15, 27, but Jesus replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that, that fall from their master's table. Oh woman, Jesus answered, your faith is great. Let it be done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Y'all, so, so the godless or the low lives, right? Uh, even if they're living the high life, right? Are <laughs> dogs if they assume to be too good for God, right? Jesus is citing his words from Exodus, not like some new thing, he's citing his words, right? Deuteronomy 14, 21, do not eat anything you already found dead. You may give it to the foreigner residing in your towns and they may eat it or you may sell it to the other foreigner, but you are people holy to the Lord your God. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. So like I said, he's just bringing back up what he said before, right? Now, isn't that encouraging the foreigner to eat what is unclean? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to be a stumbling block to the foreigner. It's like you know. It's like you don't want to purposely have them. It's like well, it's, it's, this is unclean for me, but I'll give it to you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. It's like that's. You know what that's like? That's like loving somebody to hell. Oh. When you are encouraged, when you are affirming them in their sin. Yeah. Why? Why true. you gonna do that? So is is this God telling? telling us to do that is he telling the jews to do that right no
0: <laughs> short answer
1: because the foreigner always has the option to serve god right if they've made yeah. contact with an israelite then they can always inquire about yahweh yeah you know what i'm saying and say yo i don't want that dead meat
0: <laughs>
1: i want to serve your god
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Also, one would wonder why, if your God is so great, why are you selling me dirty meat to survive? (laughs) What's up with that? Right now? One would say, hey, look, man, I may have it bad, but at least with Yahweh, I've got dirty meat to sell you (laughs) for dirt cheap. All right. What is your God giving you? If your God is so effective, you wouldn't have to be coming to me, someone as lowly as me to sell you dirty meat, right? So don't go picking on my God, what's your God doing? Or, or, or your lack of belief in God, what are you doing for yourself, yeah. right? If you believe in yourself so much, why, why are you coming to me for dirty meat, right? right? Go get you some clean <laughs> meat, right? Uh, now, uh, but the thing is y'all, that still doesn't quite explain <laughs> why you have it bad despite your good God, right? What's up with that now, right? So okay, it's like, okay, you made your little argument but that doesn't explain if God is so good, why do you have it so bad? Where you're having to sell dirty meat to survive, right? The word says in Deuteronomy 15:4, there will be no poor among you. However, because the Lord will surely bless you in the land that the Lord, your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance, right? So when God said, if God said that he meant it. There won't be any poor among you, right? Then it says, if only you obey the Lord, your God and are careful to follow all these commandments I am giving you today. Now, then the word says there will never cease to be poor in the land, right? He just said, he said, wait a minute. Did God contradict himself? He says, there will be no poor among you. And then he says, uh, there will always be there. There, yeah. will, there will never cease to be the poor, but remember what he said in between. If only you obey the Lord, well, right. we seem to have a problem there, don't we? Right? Yes. God did His part. I mean, I've proven to you that there, there will never, there, there, there never has to be poor among you. Yeah. Right? I, I can make sure that there. But you know, that's going to take some obedience on your part. Yes. Y'all didn't live up to your end of the bargain. Right? Right? Okay. So, um, this is what Yeshua was reminding them of. Remember, y'all. When Yeshua's, <laughs> Yeshua's always referring them back to the Old Testament because he was the one who was saying it, right? Yeah. Yeshua's like, that was always me, man. That was always me. So this is what Yeshua's reminding them of when he said, you will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me, right? What did we just read in Deuteronomy? He says, you, you, uh, uh, there will be no poor among you. He goes from saying, there will be no poor among you. And then he says, there will never cease to be the poor, right? Why? Because of the lack of obedience, all right? And Yeshua invokes what he said from back then, all right? Yeah. Now, why is there p- poverty? Because they didn't stick to what God said, all right? Indeed. And people, y'all, exploit the poor. Yeah. And the more godless our country becomes, the more deficient our country is becoming. Yes. We're poor in many ways, y'all, yeah. many ways. Right? Yeshua said, you won't always have me. And the country is more and more ridding itself of God and our national moral and spiritual deficit is growing. Right? Puffing up like yeast, right? That's what our economy looks like Hmm. with all our conveniences and and our fiat currency. It's all puffed up, puffed up and inflated, but it doesn't have real density.
0: Mm?
1: while costing a lot and taxing our health and our wealth.
0: Absolutely.
1: So despite our surface appearance of being puffed up, our debt and deficit economically and spiritually adds up to poverty. Right. That inflated cake is set to deflate. (laughs) Yes. All right, deflating actually. And uh, we're indeed in a spiritual deficit and it's a debt. That only Yeshua can pay. Amen. But we keep rejecting
2: the debt payer.
1: Yeah. Right? And the deficit deepens. Yes. And the Lord said, you'll always have the poor, but not me. All right? You see how these godless Democrats exploit the poor, making sure they stay that way? Definitely. While stealing <laughs> people away from God.
0: Yeah. hmm Yes.
1: That's just what being a Democrat is, y'all. Yep. It's what it is. Sure. Now, now, don't get me wrong, y'all, because there's godless Republicans, too. Sure, yeah. But these are deviants. Right. right? I'm not trying to make an excuse here. I'm just saying that's, that's just what it is. You know, you got a, a Democrat platform, and a Republican platform. You got, you're going to have deviants with yeah. Republicans, all right? Um, that's not what it is to be a Republican, but unfortunately, there's, there's too many of these deviants, and they just, they just don't re- represent what a Republican is. Yes. Democrats, y'all, are inherently against the law of God. That's, that's just what their platform is. Their platform itself is deviant from the word of God and the constitution. They are rebellious representatives of deviance. Yes. Right? And these godless people are the rich who get richer, right? Yep. And make the poor exactly. get poorer. Yeah, that's them. Right? They are what they accuse others of. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and y'all, this is prime Examples of what Jesus is talking about. Yeah. Right? And if these godless people are rich in spirit, yeah, they they are rich in spirit, right? Don't get me wrong, but they made a poor choice of uh, which spirits to be rich in.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
1: People are driven by demons. Yeah. Jelly, right? And sadly, most Jews, right, in America, sighed. With godless Democrats.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You know, and I, I, you know, even conservatives, you know, they'd be out there and they'd be asking like, why, why, you know, as well as asking why do blacks vote Democrats? Why do why women? Why why um, why why the Jews? It's in here.
0: Yes, tells it you exactly. Is. Tells you exactly why. If you're really right? curious. Yeah. You will open up that book. It's
1: it's it's a it's a repetitive thing. Yes. Over and over and over again. Repetitive. Right. Exactly. I'm telling. You. Um, it it should be something that. You know, be given fair warning about, yeah. you know, fair warning, and and this this doesn't. It's not just about Jews. It applies to 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 anybody, right? Yep. You know, we're talking about Jews because Jews were meant to be keepers of this testimony, right? Especially Spe- selected, right, to to be keepers of the, of this testimony, and unfortunately, the keepers of the testimony didn't keep the testimony. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Come on, man. All right. We still love y'all though, all right? Um, Absolutely. So anyway, now just like we mentioned earlier, uh, they can take this dirty meat (laughs) (laughs) that a poor person, to a a poor person and sell it, you know, to the godless. Even make an enterprise of it, actually, right? This takes all kinds, y'all. People making an enterprise out of the unclean, all right? Mm -hmm. But these were Jews, you know, who had God with them. Right. They had God with them who could have sold the foreigner on the word of God. Yeah. But sold them dirty meat instead. <laughs> right? Why? You know, because that Jew wasn't sold on God himself. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how your secular Jews are today. Now they'll boast in being the chosen people of God. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they, they like to they like to you know, pull that Jew card. Right. You know, not hate, man. It's just, they, they, they know it. They, it's, it's a true thing. Right. And, and they'll boast in being the chosen people of God, but not boasting God himself. True. Right. Yeah. So these people have lots of pride, you know, in being Jewish, even self-loathing Jews still claim their Jewish heritage when it's convenient. Right. True. But don't want to follow God. Yeah. Right. And we see instances of them selling dirty meat. And it become quite wealthy, right? Right. Indeed, right. And y'all, this is hardly just a rebuke for the Jews. That's a rebuke against the godless. Period. Yeah. Even if you call yourself a Christian, right? Especially. So, ain't no anti-Semitism here. My beef, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> is with anyone who forsakes God. Yes. Right? Uh, let's read uh, Leviticus uh, eleven forty-one through forty-seven. Okay. Yeah? Uh, Every creeping thing that crawls on the earth is detestable. It should not be eaten. Whatever moves on its belly or crawls on, the, on all fours or it has many feet, Among all the creeping things that crawl on the earth, these you are not to eat, for they are nasty, detestable. You are not to contaminate yourselves with any creeping thing that crawls, nor makes yourself unclean with them or be defiled by them. For I am Adonai, your God. Therefore, sanctify yourselves and be holy, for I am holy. You are not to defile yourselves with any kind of creeping thing that moves on the earth. For I am Adonai, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, you shall be holy for I am holy. Remember, y'all, we are made in His image. He is holy. So that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Reflect him. All right. These, uh, this is the Torah of the animal, the bird, every living creature that moves in the waters and every creature that creeps on earth to make a distinction between the clean, between the unclean and the clean and between the living thing. That may be eaten, and the living thing that may not be eaten. Okay, let's break down them creeping things. Right, I'm creeping thing. It's creeping death. Got some metallic in my head right, right. now. All right. Aside from the insects that were deemed kosher, everything else is nasty. Right? whether it has six legs, eight legs, or a hundred legs or no legs. All right. When we talk about this belly, y'all, um, when it talks about what's crawling on its belly, the word for that is going to be uh, gakon, and uh, it, it particularly means the belly of a reptile. All right. Now, considering the cooties that can be caught from <laughs> <laughs> carcass cooties, right? Yes. Um, y'all, it ain't like God can't prevent us from getting sick, right? And and He can cure sickness. Uh, but but y'all, God is is also a God wise enough uh, to be the expert uh, of how to instruct prevention. And mm. that's what people say. the the, the best cure is prevention. Yeah. You know, it's like even, even any secular doctor could, will tell you that. Uh, and that's what God has done. But, you know, for some reason, God is seen as the one who's ridiculous for writing this book of prevention, uh, yeah. that, you know, you want to avoid, that's going to make you, um, uh, basically alien to Yeshua. It's like, you're not going to recognize him. Right. Yeah. Uh, now it, now it, it ain't all about God being, um, a, a genie that, that cures sickness um, that would suck because it doesn't address obedience, right? People behaving any old way that they want to just so God can magically cure us when we spread disease and problems. That ain't going to be paradise, y'all. That's not gonna be paradise with disobedient, uh, people spreading problems and not caring about the consequences, feeling entitled to a God that lets them get away with rebellion. Yeah right? So it it doesn't work that way. God's going to bring us into a world where disease and death and all that stuff that sucks, ain't going to be a factor, but we still got to be obedient, right? right? In order to make it right, man, we got to be, you know, loving law abiding citizens. Still got to do that. (laughs) That ain't going to change. You know, it ain't going to be just, you know, we can live however we want, you know, that's, that would be lawlessness. It
0: would be, yeah. You
1: know, and that, and that ain't gonna work. But see, God is a, is a just and perfect God, so when He makes law, it's good law. Yeah. Right? Unlike the law writers that we got here, they don't make good law. Oh, amen. Right? Their laws are dumb. <laughs> you know, and, and they make living under sin law. Absolutely. You know? God ain't gonna do that. And, and God, and when we're, when we're with Him, we're not gonna have any excuse to not follow the law. Because everything, it's like, you, one would have to be, and y'all, we know that this is happening because it happened with the angels, right? Yep. They didn't know how good they had it. Yeah. You know, but we, that's one of the reasons why we're going through this whole thing. Y'all, we're being vetted. Right. Because when the when, when, when Lord pulls the trigger on this and we still got to go through this process, those who will be occupying heaven have come, we have, we, it's because we have come to the full understanding that, yes, I have free will. I have free will. And you know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to say, Lord, your will. Hallelujah! It's the ultimate, right? right? The ultimate yes. choice and say, hey, Lord, your will be done. Yes. Period. That's what I use my sovereign choice for. It's, 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 it's you. Yeah. These are the people who occupy the kingdom that will keep heaven, paradise in perpetuity because we have come to this agreement. And God's like, you know, this is the way it is, right? Can you handle that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, tattoo it on my heart.
0: Amen. Right?
1: And from from there, it's like, it's, it's, it's just no excuse. None. You're going to have it. Every There's, there's not going to be no, no want for anything else. You're going to have, the the ground will yield for you. Yes. Right? You won't have these worries. You don't need to covet. Nobody's grass is going to be greener than yours or anything like that. Right? Mm. So it was, everybody's going to be equal. It's going to be a communist dream. Right? <laughs> <laughs> But the only thing is, is that one, Yeshua's the only one can t- pull it off and it has to be by a choice, right? Yeah. This ain't a state mandate, right? Yeah. You have to, you have to, we, we choose this. This ain't going to be some democratic process, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: right? It's not a democratic process because Yeshua is already the law. He is, he, we're yeah. under his rule. It's his rule of law. He's our highest representative, yeah. right? And these things, and he tells us that we ch- store up treasures in heaven. So whatever we have in heaven is still our property. We're we, we are core inheritors. It's still our property. This ain't communal. What we have, it's ours, right? He gives it to us. It's given to us freely, right? So even God God recognizes your property, right? So even even when, you know, that's when I say it's a communist dream. I only say that because, yeah, it's just a dream because you can't really put it into reality because you really don't understand it, right? It won't work. It'll always end up in bloody revolution, right? The Lord, he can facilitate that where we don't have to take from each other to make this happen, yeah. right? He doesn't make it a, a, a mandate of his state to do that. Mm, it right. has to come from the heart. If, oh, yeah. if not, it ain't real. And the thing is, it's not gonna be a point of charity because everybody's gonna be gainfully employed <laughs> in heaven, right? It's, it's gonna be all good. So yes. that's where we wanna be, folks. And uh, on that note, CJ and I, thank you so much. Yeah. For uh, for fellowshipping uh, f- fellowshipping with us uh, in the Zopium Den. Hope y'all had a blast, and um, we want to thank you, Lord. We hope our fellowship was a, a blessing to you, and uh, you know we want to we want to make you smile, Father. We want to be that effective salt and light for you, and uh, you know trusting you to you know give us that discernment, give us that wisdom, give them that strength, give us that strength, that drive. You know, even despite the things that frustrate us here, uh, you know. We just, uh, we're looking to party. You know, We know that you're a party god. Mm-hmm. And we're looking to, uh, to to jam with you forever. All right. Yes. Thanks, y'all. Hope we see you at, your, at bronzesupermedia.com. Yes. And uh, for your support and, uh, you know, to purchase stuff like these mugs and stuff like that. And we'll see you next time in The Zopium Den. All right. Thanks, y'all, for listening in to the Zopium Den. And hey, I hope y'all will stick around to rock out with uh, my music project, 20-Pound Sledge. Rock the gospel with 20-Pound Sledge, y'all. And uh, I've got some music featuring Ava Aston. If you guys want more of the indie pop flavor, I've got that for you. And you guys can catch this music at my website, bronzeserpentmedia.com. And I've got other stuff there. got the shirts, got audiobooks. So, you know, stuff to uh, be able to feed your soul with. All right, y'all. So, thank you guys so much for listening in. Shalom. All right.
0: should Till you do
2: we yeah.